Metu Netter, Volume 3, The Key to Miracles, Chapter 26, Working the Miracle, beginning on page 344. Working the 11 Laws. In, in calculating the laws into the mind is achieved through the following procedures. One, take note of how you are violating each law in your daily life. Given into emotions that sensuality is a violation of the law of Amen. Seeking vengeance violates the law of Hekaruti. Belief in your ability to transcend a habit without resource to a drug or Bach flower remedy is a violation of the laws of Amen. Ausar, Heru, Het Heru, and Sebek. Studying the keynotes of each netter will be very helpful. See volume one for additional material. Two, make sure you have identified your violations of all 11 laws. Believe me, you have. Three, do a write-up on each violation of a law. Include the scenario in which the violation occurs. You, don't, you just don't get angry. It occurs when certain people and in certain situations. Record all of it. Four, meditate on the scenario. A, go into a meditation state. See Appendix A if you do not know how to meditate. Once in the meditation state, visualize the various scenarios. Instead of expressing your person in the habitual manner, recite the related divine law and see your person acting in accordance with it. You are smiling, befriending, forgiving, etc. instead of crying, cussing, and so on. Do this for each scenario. The most important scenarios are the ones that involve the readings for the major aspects of your life. Since, excuse me, you have a reading, you already know which law to focus on. We saw above in the preceding chapter that all the laws are connected to each other and together. They are in reality the various faces of one law, the twelfth, the whole that transcends the sum of the eleven. It is God itself in your true self, which in the words of the subject of the pyramid text, no one knows my name, neither my mother nor my father. Meditation by itself is not enough to make a law a part of your being. It is only when we make the effort to live an idea, especially if it involves the effort to counteract an opposing established idea emotion, and habit that it becomes anchored in our being. But how would you know that it has taken place? The 42 declarations of not having sinned, the weighing of the heart and of words. Psychologists, so-called science, believe that everything that occurs in the man's being is subjective. Therefore, truth, which depends on objectivity as one of its attributes, cannot be found in man's being. A study of history will reveal that regardless of what monstrous lies men have restored to, in order to dominate others, they have not succeeded in abolishing the voice of science within man. Lies may prevail for a while, centuries or a millennium or two, only to be destroyed by conscious Alsar. The failure of conscious to assert itself for a while rests not with the conscious, but in the idea that there are available for the people to work with. Hide the truth from it, and it will search endlessly for it.
Conscience is the presence and voice of God within every man's being. It is the netter ausar, wherein the self of man dwells. It is, is it true that you will dwell on earth? Who told you that? Are you your body in your body or is your body within you? God within your being manifesting as the self in your being is the witness and judge of your doings on earth. The Kamal took advantage of this reality by devising a nightly ritual that kept track of their spiritual development. You can perform it as follows. One, use your list of transgressions of the 11 laws to compose declarations of not having indulged them. Two, examples. A, I have not indulged in anger in my mind nor in my actions. B, I have not indulged worry in my mind nor in my actions. C, I have not bought or sold bootleg DVDs. D, I have not made unauthorized Xerox copies on my job, even for a worthy cause. E, I have not contributed to the suffering of others. F, I have not wished an ill fate on them that have transgressed against me. G, etc. You will perform this ritual every night as the last thing you decide before falling asleep. What happens at the end of each declaration? If you declared you haven't committed a particular sin that day, your conscious Alsar will denounce you if you are lying. You cannot escape the objectivity of yourself, of God within you. For each infraction, you should instead say, I indulge so-and-so and make a commitment to do better the next day. If you have not sinned at all, then you are on your way. Taking your daily success and commitment to improve into your sleep is a very important ritual. Pay attention to your dreams. Review them first thing each morning. Do not wait until death to find out the result of the judgment of your soul. Work on it nightly. A word concerning the wording. It is important to use the form I have not as opposed to I didn't. I have not is registered as an ongoing event as opposed to I didn't, which is registered in the mind as a one-time event. The effect of words as commanders of the life force is not limited to their meaning. They work through the tenses as well. For the same reason, when you break the law, you must use the form I did to oppose to, as opposed to I have. You should not use the classic 42 declarations of not having sin. They are mere concrete examples of the application of the 11 laws. For psychological reasons that are beyond the scope of this work, it is unproductive to limit your meditation to the abstract statements of the laws. I am one with all is a general abstract statement that must be put in the mind but must be supported by the emotionally charged situation in which I must manifest oneness with Bush, for example. Incidentally, the title of the declarations was translated as the 42 Negative Confessions. It was a ploy by Egyptologists to once more demote the spiritual achievements of the ancient Egyptians. How can you confess that you have, haven't committed an act? The purpose of the declarations was clear. Western scholars could not bear the thought that the average Egyptian had measured him herself by a sinless yardstick, 
a measure that was reserved only for Jesus. I am Ma Zuru. Quote, I am Ma Zuru was a statement that the initiate made of herself, himself, as an affirmation of having achieved or and being in the state of freedom from sin. Egyptologists rendered the statement as true of word or justified or innocent. These are meanings that are peripherally related to the statement. Quote, Ma is the word that is used for the law of God before the creation. Ma'at is the law in the world. A word that is based on the laws of God must become reality. Each night that your conscience, Alsar, has declared you free of sin, say to yourself, I am Ma'zru. I have done my will in life. I know that I am successful. Freedom from sin is proof of godliness, oneness with God, the likeness of God. Your knowledge of divine law will enable you to seek legitimate goals in life in a legitimate manner. Thus, the words that declare your intentions are the law, are true, are the will of God, and will therefore become reality. Each and every time you find the need to think about your projects in place of speculating on the effect that not having this or that resource could have on your endeavor, say to yourself, I know that I will achieve my goal because I am the likeness of God. My words are true. I am Ma Zru. You will know that these words are true and potent because you have proof. You have been judged and found innocent. Freedom from sin is the central theme of the Holy Scriptures of Kemet. The Pert M. Ru, the Pyramid Text, the Coffin Text, the Shesh M. Doubt, and so on. It is the requirement for achieving mastery over circumstances. Some people call it magic and others call it miracle. Last but not least, it is a rule that you should never brag of your attainments. Keep silent of the meditations that you do for your success and for others. And never use the power that you acquire to make yourself wealthy by giving personal assistance to others. Here ends the reading of chapter 326, page 350. One chapter left of volume 3.